I'm really the help desk uh, for not only the people here on staff, but our parish as a whole, which is thousands of people. We're talking 30,000, 40,000 people coming to this one place for help. And most of the time, by the time they decide to send an email to support at ap.church, they're not happy. They're not happy campers. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Bulletin, the official podcast of St. Anthony of Padua. My name is Nate Hoffman. I am the Communications and Development Coordinator here at St. Anthony. And today I am joined by our very own support team, Tracy Meesh. Hey, welcome. How's it going? It's good. It's good. I'm having a great day. Yeah? Yeah. I'm having a great day too, actually. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, Nate. (laughs) It's your birthday. Thanks. You didn't have to say that. Yeah, it's my birthday. I'm in my late 20s. Um my very late 20s. Um, it's been a good day. Good. Awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> well, welcome to the pod. Welcome back to the podcast. Tracy, you came on with uh, the old days, B, BC or BN, I guess, before Nate, uh, you were on with Stephen and Michael way back in the day. This was in the before before Corona times. And I don't even remember what the topic of that podcast was or that uh, beyond the bulletin. I think the topic was you. Was it? it? Oh, it, I yeah. think I think it was because we were just introducing different staff exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. Which is part of what I wanted to do again with this podcast. Uh, that's how we started. I, I interviewed a bunch of our staff and brought them on, learned why why they work here, what they do here, that kind of thing. But we wanted to have you on for that reason, and for the reason that it's tax, tax season. season. Well, it's upon us. So. Uh, I'm a former uh, public accountant, so uh, this this uh, my dad was a public accountant too. So anyone who grew up in that type of household knows this season is uh, it can be wild for the, for yeah, that community. But yeah, we're we printed off a bunch of uh, tax forms today. We're we're emailed a bunch today. We're going to talk about all that later. But first, let's talk about you, Tracy. What do you, what do you do here at St. Anthony? My official title is application administrator. And what does that really mean? It means that anything that's software related that the parish community has questions, problems, concerns about, or even our own staff, um, I'm I generally am the person that they come to for the answer. I did not know that was your oh my official title. Your official title. I've never I've, seen your business yeah. card. I, I don't even think I have any business cards. <laughs> Who would I give them to? I, uh, I am the uh, face and the typist behind the support at ap.church. Yes, when you get support from ap.church, it's, it's Tracy on the other end That's supporting it. you. Supporting you. Mm-hmm. Tracy, you also are on the communications team, the, the much celebrated, the vaunted uh, communications team here at St. Anthony of Fatal. And I am so blessed to be part of this team. Like, I think each one of us uh, that um, has different a different piece of the of the communications pie, and I think each one of us um, really fulfills our individual roles um, super well. And I just love working with all of you. Thanks, Tracy. I, I am also on the communications team for, uh, I say that in the uh, intro every time, but yeah, that's part of one of my roles. Jay and Mary are also key pieces to that puzzle, but uh, Tracy, what would you say you do with, with, with all of that? I mean, what, what are you doing in terms of communicating stuff 
to our parishioners? Well, when people send in their requests, and it comes to communications at ap.church, um, most of the time they're looking for their event or their ministry or their whatever to be um, shared with the greater St. Anthony Paddle community, right? So Mary does that in her way with the print bulletin. Uh, Jay, we're still printing bulletins. We're still printing bulletins. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and they are picked up every single weekend. <laughs> every week. I, I, I'm a bulletin guy. I love to pick up the bulletin and skim through it, as if I don't work here and know everything that's going on here. I still pick up one every single week. Well, Mary always seems to find some really cool things to put in the bulletin. So I, I actually read the bulletin as well. Just um, some of the things about the homily that can be very inspiring Um so, yeah. No, I like reading the bulletin, too. The Saint stories have been in mm-hmm. there lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, then Jay, he does such a great job with all of the uh, digital communications. So, say you're having your event, he really does a great job of uh, promoting that um, on all those digital avenues. And then my little piece of the pie is to make it so that you can find it on the website or register or make a payment. Yes, you make all the events as well. That's you you re- make registrations uh, mm-hmm. for everything on AP to, ap.church slash events, mm-hmm. the most underutilized of all of our uh, pieces of our website. Um, yeah, I go to Tracy all the time. I I'm still feel a little bit new here. So what I've been here over a year, a uh, year and change. But there's so much knowledge-based uh, stuff with the, the push pay, which we're going to talk mm-hmm. about with uh, church planning center and all of that, that you, you have such a background with. How long have you been here? Everybody asks me that, and I really don't have a date in my in my head. It, it, it becomes very convoluted because I started on the pastoral council and um, as a just a super volunteer and um, offered my time uh, doing work. So it was very kind of a gray area. Um, I've been a parishioner here since 2001. I probably have worked significantly on doing stuff here at the parish since about 2007. So where what what does that make us? Mm, I don't know, 14, 15 yeah, years? Yeah, something. Uh, a long time. A long time. Wow, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, not the St. Oak Ridge days, but right after that? Right after that. I was here for the blessing mass of the church. So like after they built the church and they finally moved in, it was like in February of 2001. So Barb um, just sent us all uh, these pictures from that era, mm-hmm. uh, the piazza. Yeah, she's cleaning the photos yeah. off of the, uh, the the company shared drive. So there were some oldie Golden oldie photos. Fascinating. Fascinating for me to see it. Uh, Probably will be fascinating for all of you who, uh, you know, went to church here at that time to, like, remember what it looked like. The piazza used to be grass. There was, like, an X of brick that you could walk on a pathway, but there was grass in the middle. The fountain used to be very different. There was a... Mm. We still have the statue here on on our campus, um, but it's a statue of two children, basically, you know, it's just a beautiful little statue. But the problem with that statue, and this is one of the first things my wife, I have to mention that I have a wife every single episode. Uh, she told me about uh, her, her parish. She was like, yeah, my parish back home used to have this statue that when you walked out of church, you could see a little butt crack on this, <laughs> this statue. Uh, and that statue is now over by the playground with the back facing the wall. So you have to like, you have to know it's there basically, but uh, a, a very funny choice to me that that was the, uh, yeah, the naked baby the, the, got removed from the, from the fountain no longer. for sure. Now yeah. we have a 
classic looking fountain out there. The I mean the just the piazza renovation over the last 15 20 years or whatever it's been is is great. Now we have an amazing outdoor space there. Mm-hmm. I mean oh, for sure. it, it's great. The other thing that was interesting was the there was apparently at one point 15 acres that were bought around St. Anthony including where the St. Teresa Center is? I think it was just five. five. Oh, five. It was just five additional acres beyond the rectory, yes. What's ten acres between friends, right though? There. Beyond the rectory, a uh, strip of land uh, between, like, those that neighborhood by, way behind us, and then there's, like, that whatever. Apartment complex, I think is yes, what it is. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and where, where, where our new chapel is, actually, was undeveloped uh, stuff. And so you you can see these pictures of, of where we we place things the roads the the driveways were in different places I don't know it's it's interesting it's always cool to see where um, I don't know where we came from apparently there was a man living in the woods that we, uh, that we I purchased. did not know that yeah. that's news to me yeah he had five I mean imagine that having five acres of your own pristine you know wilderness that's that's pretty good life so Tracy another part of your job and we mentioned planning center we mentioned uh, all of our other database stuff and and. One of those things is PushPay. PushPay. PushPay.com slash login. <laughs> yeah, that's your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my predecessor, Stephen, uh, kind of, I don't know what, I don't really know the, the series of events that brought PushPay here, but uh, Stephen actually went to go work for PushPay. Um, if you don't know that, Stephen's now working for PushPay as their main, uh, he works in their I guess to, to get it into Catholic churches, we're one of the very first Catholic churches that has that utilizes this payment processing um, and maybe future database uh, program. They're, they have big dreams. Uh, PushPay does, um, but you were part of the onboarding. You you got everyone to to switch from the old plan to this new way of donating in in 2018 2019. I know that was definitely a huge undertaking. It was a huge undertaking because um, it's really hard to get folks to convert their giving. Like once they set up, once people set up online giving, they really just don't even want to think about it again. Um, So we had uh, uh, made that real push to online giving with our previous platform, which was Fellowship One. Um, but it was so clunky and not really user friendly, and they didn't really have an app, and it just it just wasn't a seamless kind of delivery for people. Um, it wasn't super intuitive, and uh, it, it just all kinds of things. So uh, we made the decision to to move to PushPay, and I, I think they've just done a really excellent job of making it um, very easy for people to give online. I was asked recently, how many people, like what, what, what does that mean? Basically half of our parish participates uh, on push pay. Um, one interesting thing to note is even if you think that you don't have a push pay account because you get an envelope and you put your check in it or you get an envelope and you put your cash in it, um, if we can attribute it to you, you have a push pay account, mm-hmm. whether 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 you've ever logged on or not. It's uh, it's waiting for you out there, <laughs> right? To yeah. go check it out. Yeah. So, and one of the reasons for that is is for us behind the scenes to to I don't know count up how much how many donations we got to St. Vincent de Paul or the Horizon campaign in a given time. So all of the checks, uh, all of our all of the money that comes through St. Anthony's in general, uh, income wise 
is deposited into not deposited into PushPay, but, but I guess recorded. Runs. It's recorded. Yeah. It's recorded through PushPay. Right. Sure is. Yeah. So uh, it's a it's a very interesting program. I, I used to work for a, a different church up in Kansas, uh, and they contacted us, and and I was gung ho about uh, implementing PushPay into our that church and it didn't work out for the demographic reasons uh, and things like that and i'm sure eventually that push pay is going to be uh i don't know trying to get into all kinds of churches because it's a it's a growing young tech company basically sure. and the, all of the people there are, are christian and, and very christ focused so i, I don't know I, I see them succeeding and that's another reason i wanted to have you on the podcast because push pay our our donor our giving processing is a vast system of, of untapped possibilities. So what are some things that we can do through push pay uh, that we don't know about that, that are being maybe underutilized and maybe parishioners would be, ex, uh, you know, excited to hear that. Oh, I can do that. Uh, that's easier than I thought. Um, I think the biggest thing um, that has rolled out with push pay for the Catholic community specifically is Literally, just within the past few weeks, they have um, incorporated an annual giving option. Um, usually when you go to set up any of your gifts online, it's, it gives you the choice of give one time right now or give every two weeks or give twice a month on the 1st and the 15th um, or give monthly. But there was never that annual button. And a lot of these financial companies um, really can't comprehend why you would want to give something every year on November 1st. Like, why would you want to do that? Um, Because they don't have the same kind of rituals, I think, that we as Catholics do, where we want to give every year on the same day Mm -hmm. uh, in honor of the saints or whatever it may be. Um, so I, I, I've spent literally years talking to these financial people. Yes, we really do. We want it to be every year on the same day. Um, and, and it's happened. It's finally happened within the past couple of weeks. If you go to push pay right now and you want to set, set up all of your second collections for now till forever, I guess, or your credit card expires, (laughs) Um, which in which case we'll contact you. Yeah, that's it. It'll send you a, a an, an email that your your card has failed. Right. Please go fix it. Um, anyway, so so that's one of the great new things that has hit the yeah hit the street. That's so I'm cool. Pretty excited about you, it. You could sit down and, and with your significant other map out the the next year. See, you want to give to uh, I don't know Father Matthew's uh, order, which is the, the Francilians. Not the Franciscans. Francilians? Yes, uh, St. Francis de Sales. So he is a Francilian. Interesting. Okay, so I know every year there's a second collection for uh, Father Matthew's order. You can set that up right now. I want to give $50 to that order, and I'll do it next year too, and the year after that, and and boom, done. Done. Uh, Horizon or uh, whatever... St. Vincent de Paul or, or the or the food pantry, whatever ministry you're interested in, maybe you're not going to give weekly like you might be get, or monthly like you're giving to an offertory, but it is something you feel well, like you want to give. Especially some year. people that like to give all of their uh, giving at the end of the year, like every year they just want to give everything on December fifteenth or whatever it is. Um, I think it just makes it uh, a lot easier yeah. for people going forward. I can't do that. I have to, to do weekly, or else I think I'm much richer than I am. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I gotta just 
get it out of there. Same with like investing, you know. This is what Dave Ramsey taught me, you know. Just get it out of your bank account. It's it's not your money to spend. That's anyway. That's a, that's a different podcast, I suppose. Hey, this is Josh Blakesley, music director at St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church, and I would love for you to come with Father Jesse and I to the Holy Land, May 11th through 21st. This is an opportunity to build community, see amazing sites like Bethlehem, Nazareth, and Jericho, but most of all, to pray together in some of the most significant places in Jesus' life. Time is running out, so visit ap.church slash holyland and check it out. Now back to Nate and Tracy. Okay, what else? Uh, we, we can give once a year. Um, can folks access their their current giving? I mean, can they take a look at what they're doing right now and say that they, I don't know, lost track of it somehow? Sure. So if you go to ap.church slash statements, it will give you all the instructions on how to log into your PushPay account. You can always see your history of transactions. Those um, uh, populate in your profile really as soon as the transaction goes through. Statements are a little bit different in that um, the statements don't appear on your profile until someone here at the church actually runs them, reviews them, and then publishes them. And once they're published, then our constituents can see. When's that going to happen? Lucky for you. Happy birthday, Nate. Your <laughs> birthday gift is you got statements in your push pay profile That's today. Right. today. Yeah, today. So when you hear this, you can you'll either you will have received an email if you have your email through PushPay, which with a, a ton of people do, um, we'll have shot you an email uh, with a, a giving statement. Say that that gets lost. You can always go into your PushPay account, which you can access through a phone number. Yes. Very easy to access. No, you don't. You don't have a username or password. You have a phone number, and you type in that, and they'll send you a text, and you'll type in your six-digit code, and there is all of the giving associated with that phone number. Yep, and and that's the the key, really. If you've never given us your phone number, uh, or or um, kind of matched your phone number with your PushPay profile. Um, that's really kind of the only instance where it makes it um, a, a challenge to log in. Um, I, and, and just to be specific about that, so these the, the checks that are put in the offertory basket, and we know who they are from because it has your name mm-hmm. on it, but it doesn't have a phone number on it. Um, those are the, the, the few kind of situations where um, you may be challenged to find your push pay account. But lucky for you support at ap.church just shoot me an email tell me what your problem is and i will be glad to try to sort it out for yeah, you yeah and we can work through that and and you might and this happened last year i was here last year when we and we started going through all these emails there there are circumstances where a husband gave half the year and then the wife gave the other half and they they used their different phone numbers and um, you might be basically combining two giving statements in that case you know Correct. each each different what do they call them constituents I, well, givers, donors, whatever. Sure. Um, it, it is. It is per individual. It, we don't combine the households um, for a variety of reasons, but it's it's per person. So if you gave some and she gave some, then you get a statement and she gets a statement. Yeah. So find them both and compare your generosity. Uh, yeah. You know? So one of the, uh, I think, benefits of PushPay, one of the things in their sales pitch is the ease of donation um, as well. And uh, I have found that to be very true. 
uh, for example, with the uh, Christmas flowers. The, I know. Great idea, huh? <laughs> yeah, great idea. Was that your idea? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great idea because once, you've, once you're a donor on PushPay, all you have to do is scan the Christmas flowers, uh, you know, QR, or go to the website and, and, uh, and type in, you know, it'll be your phone number, the code, and then you're in. I want to give $25 to Christmas flowers. One touch later, you've already, you've already done it. Um, so it makes things like that very easy once you already have your credit card or your bank set up, which I, th- I think that's, that's such a benefit, especially for the Christmas flowers or one thing that we've got going on right now. You may have been to the 11 o'clock mass recently, and you may not have heard an organ because our organ famously broke down at the Christmas, uh, Christmas midnight mass. Were you, you were, were you there? I was not there. So apparently during the responsorial psalm, they played one large big chord on the organ and it wouldn't stop. Oh, no. They couldn't play the next chord. So they had to sh- like shut it off. And then the guy playing the piano apparently just took over and, and started doing the rest of the psalm. And then the piano played the rest of the mass. But the, psalm, the organ never went back. It's 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 busted it's gotten down with whatever organs get sick with and it's it's a it's a seventy two hundred dollar fix which we foresee you know we've had that organ for 20 years it's it's gonna last for another 100 years but there's gonna be these sorts of maintenance maintenance. yeah so what we did was we set up a little mini campaign on our push pay uh $7,200 that's our goal so you can go on to push pay you can go on uh to ap.church slash organ organ Great. We should have done organ donors. I know. I know. Mary is so creative. She, that's what she wanted is organ donor. Will you be our an organ, organ donor? donor. Yeah. yeah. We are in need of organ donors here uh, to help our beating heart of the parish uh, flow f- once again. I'll work on that metaphor somehow. But but you can just go. I mean, go there. Set up your little, I don't know, your, your, your pledge. I, I'm using air quotes because it's not like you're, I don't know. I always feel weird using the word pledge. It's not like you're signing in blood that you're going to give us money. But, but the point is you can give $200 and it will go towards that $7,200 goal. And then we'll be able to track as it and, that, and that's the importance increase. of uh, going through the step of making a pledge because then it gives us visibility on um, on how close we are to meeting our goal. And it gives you visibility on how close we are to meeting our goal. Like, for example, if you have pledged to the Horizon campaign and you log on to your PushPay account, there's a little um, icon that says campaigns and you can follow along and see how close we are to uh, uh, collecting on that campaign goal. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's really exciting because it, it might show a shift in, in how we do certain things, like when these repairs happen that we didn't foresee. They're not in our budget. Or, or maybe we have a, um, I don't know, like a, a goal of uh, building up a garden over by uh, the back right corner of the church. This is kind of a dream for me. But you know where the mm-hmm. Stations of the Cross are? Yes. And it could be so cool, but it's kind of hard to get to. And yeah. What if we invested uh, some time and money in that? So what if we made a $50,000 goal some summer and, and uh, uh, I don't know, really built it up? This is all conjecture. This is all hopes and dreams. I mean, we're not doing this. I'm not announcing that on the podcast. But with PushPay's tool, we could. We could. Tracy, when, when folks go to support that at ap.church, what are they needing help with? What do they need support with usually? Well, it really depends on the time of year it is. This time of year, 99% of the questions are about either um, where is their tax statement, um, 
they want to make an adjustment on their tax statement. Specifically, I get a lot of these kinds of questions. Um, they gave you uh, stocks. They gave stocks through the archdiocese. Mm. And um, that's considered a non-cash donation, so uh, it doesn't it doesn't show up on your annual giving to the parish because really you you gave it to the archdiocese and they just attributed it to our parish. So those are those are not going to show up on there. So I get a lot of questions about about that. Um, other times of the year is registration, especially faith formation registration for children and sacramental preparation in the fall. Lots of questions about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, um, uh, some of our registration forms can be really super long, and um, occasionally people have issues uh, getting those completed and sent off, um, or they registered and they want to change to a different session or time. So a lot of my support questions go to there. But uh, overall, what I try to keep in mind is um, – that I'm really the help desk uh, for not only the people here on staff, but, uh, you know, our parish as a whole, which is thousands of people, really. Yes. Like, we're talking 30,000, 40,000 people uh, coming to this one place for help. Um, and most of the time, by the time they decide to send an email to support at ap.church, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. They're not happy campers. And so um, I just try to keep put myself in their shoes. You know, they they... Most people, I think, try to resolve all their issues before they even reach out for help. So they've made a a general effort to do something about it, and they still can't get what they want. Um, So just keeping that in mind with every single person that I'm dealing with, um, that's that's really how I try to look at uh, these requests that are coming in. So, yeah, I'm sure that's uh, that's winning winning some grace for you because they, I, I know a little bit about that and it's, it's, it can be difficult for a couple of reasons. One of those reasons is that you, you know, I deal with this every, every day. Like I'm, I'm at the parish. I know how to register for things. And so I have to remember that like not everybody is <laughs> on these websites every single day of their life and, you know, registering all the time. So it's new to them. And, um, yeah, I mean, just having, that patience that you're that you're showing i always wonder how folks when you call your uh cable uh you know how how are they possibly happy because every single one that people are, are as mad as i am that they can't turn on the, the kansas city chiefs and they're like and they're still like hey what's up good thanks you for calling I, let me help you out with this i'm like i need my chiefs on the tv but so you are you are that chipper voice for saint anthony's oh you um, bet so thank you for doing that. You're so welcome. I, I on behalf of the parish, seriously, we would be uh, a technological mess without you. So we we much appreciate it. All right, quick hits. You married? I am. You have kids. I have kids. Okay. Three, three wonderful children. Three children. Two gals and a and a guy. Two girls and a boy. Nice. Off at school. Um, COVID brought them all home. So uh, 24, 22, and 18, they're all still at home. 
But oh. I but I'm super hopeful that uh, that 2022 will get them out of get my house. Get them out of your house. Um, yeah. No, no it's all right. No, it's all right. Actually, I love <laughs> I, I love having them there. It's kind of super special, right? Because most people, most kids, they would have long been gone, and I'm having all this extra time with them. I have heard that that a lot of people in 2020 were like, I got to spend the time with my family that I never got thought I would get to spend, and I wonder if they're feeling the same way now in 2022. If they're like, okay, I've had my quality time and now I want to be uh, on my own and retired with my husband not retired but you know what I mean yeah like, just no. do your own thing it's day to day bet it is I bet it is oh that's funny okay are you from Texas I am not I am an Air Force brat I have lived everywhere and just ended up here weirdest job you've ever had I worked for exactly one day at Hertz Rent-A-Car in Albuquerque New Mexico at the airport. Oh, wow. And my job was to take the cars that people dropped off in front of the airport and drive them to the Hertz Rent-A-Car place a very long way away. And then guess what? Run. No way. Back to the front of the airport. Think about this. Albuquerque in the summer, it's 102. Oh, gosh. They had your, there's no scooters? There's no, nothing? No. Rollerblades? No. Anyway. One day, I said, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm going to go find That's, something else to do. That is a do. funny, uh, strangest job. Okay, of the many saints that we have coming to the Our Lady of the Angels Chapel, uh, this year, 2022, we'll have the dedication. Who's your favorite? The last podcast, I said, um, uh, Therese of Lisieux. I think this year I'm going to have to say the veil of Mary. I'm Oh I'm, yeah. I'm really I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it is something special. If you haven't heard more about the uh, veil of Mary that's coming to the parish, we actually have a podcast on that and we have a video and we have some information on it. It's just un- it's like unbelievable that we have this piece of the the veil of Virgin Mary, you know, such a history. I'm, I'm so excited for that reliquary. I really am too. Well, Tracy, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Nate, for having me. I appreciate appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate your time. I appreciate all your work with Bush Pay and registrations and everything you do here. Parishioners, check your email. You you should have received a yeah, document from Pushpay uh, with your giving statement, so that's where you'll find it, sent by sent by Tracy. Actually sent in my office. I think I clicked the button, but it was Tracy really working behind the scenes to make it happen. Um, yeah, again, thank you for all that you do. Around the parish, we got some stuff going on. We've got the annual Scout Slam breakfast after the Sunday Masses on uh, February 13th, so be sure to come hungry to those Masses. Have you had the Scout Slam breakfast before? A lot of years of Scout Slam breakfast. <laughs> I Three kids walking out, Mom, Mom, pancakes today. So that's my thing. I love donut Sundays. Like I love the Fellowship Sunday. I'm, I'm there every single Sunday. Um, and I love these like after like scout slams, but, but, but I've always been a single, just lone guy like, Hey, I'll go talk to somebody. And then I wonder how it changes when you've got, you know, kids oh. running around and, and, uh, donuts slathered all over their face and that kind of thing. I mean, I can't wait for that, but I'm sure it's a little bit different when you're not, when you have, you know, responsibilities. Still, still fun to go. Yeah. Scout Slam breakfast, a uh, couple of events at the end of February, Saturday February 26th. We've got a, it's called a Celebration of Gratitude. Dinner, dance, some some fun and games and that kind of thing here at, at St. Anthony of Padua in the gym. Uh, Deacon Tom Vignier is um, sort of spearheading that, so 
uh, I think you'll see some ministries there. It's 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 going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be something normal. Um, normal in the sense that I don't know. A couple of years ago would have been we would used to do this all the time. We haven't done something like this in a while. So absolutely. So log on to ap.church/events yeah. and find Celebration of Gratitude and buy your tickets. That's right. You can find all of these events at ap.church/events. That's another thing I wanted to plug. I always want to plug ap.church/events uh, because that's where everything is. Everything. I want to plug a flock note. Everything's in the flock note and everything's in the bulletin. So if you if you want to know what's going on, I mean, those three sources will keep you preview to what's going on at St. Anthony's. So um, anything else, um, check the website, check our Facebook, and, and Tracy, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks. Happy birthday. Ah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs>